I'm glad that Hawkeye was given this TV series. Because outside of a world with demigods, rage-filled monsters, geniuses with energized battle suits, and super soldiers, it's very easy to forget how impressive the skilled marksmanship of Hawkeye actually is. And, quite frankly, how much of a badass agent he is. I mean, he's basically on par with a super spy like James Bond or, or you know, anyone like that. Uh, I kind of am in the same boat with Kate Bishop because I feel like it's extremely difficult to face universal threats as Avengers have with simply a bow and arrow and some combat experience. Um, I'd say this show had some slow development, definitely in the beginning, and it did have some convenience in the plot lines um, if you had to break down uh, some character motivations for certain things. Uh, but for for a Christmas-filled uh, show that uh, had some entertainment and some action sequences and also being involved with the character of Hawkeye and looking deeper into his past, I feel like it was an entertaining watch. Uh, Kate Bishop's character definitely stole the show for me. I feel like her arrogant, quirky personality uh, was definitely a very fun to watch and Haley Steinfeld has proved to always be a win when she's casted in anything. Um, I feel like she was funny, she was fierce, uh, but more importantly, I feel like she was authentically naive uh, when it came to her abilities and uh, her being thrusted into the situation that was very well out of her grasp. Um, I think the relationship that she shared with Clint Barton was well acted and it was pretty realistic. Um, basically, in the beginning, Hawkeye was kind of babysitting her and noticeably disgruntled uh, with having a random teenager sticking her nose into his past that he's been trying to uh, leave and, and denounce. Um, I think the chemistry built over the season definitely made sense. Uh Kate had some very cheeky remarks that basically wore him down and let him let his guard down and open up about his dark passes to Ronin, which I feel like he needed to vent to somebody about other than his wife, I guess. Um, I also think her visible talent and archery made Hawkeye realize that she was actually serious about her idolization of him, and it also put into perspective how... Him being a part of the Avengers has actually inspired some people to become heroes themselves, which is good for Hawkeye because I, I would say he, he kind of has a little darker things going around that character. Um, Hawkeye's history as the Ronin was also interesting to see as his attitude towards being a weapon pretty much used by organizations was... Uh, an interesting detail and I feel like it also made his relationship with Black Widow seem more authentic and they it's definitely shown like uh, good reasoning to why they were such great friends because they have a similar past and they they can just relate to one another um, also speaking of Black Widow I think Yelena Belova's uh, appearance was very unexpected and it was a surprise and I think Florence Pugh's acting as Yelena is always something that stands out. Her humor is very distinct. And of course, the accent makes it f pretty funny. 
and her skills as a Black Widow are always a pleasure to watch on screen. Um, her interactions between her and Kate Bishop were were pretty hilarious, and it does make me excited for a potential team up, uh, possibly Young Avengers, which is what I think that was kind of heading towards. But yeah, I would definitely like to see them on screen together uh, again. Also, I would say the new suit at the end was definitely a step up from his normal black attire. Um, it definitely adds that iconic purple design back to the character, and it seems like uh, they decided not to use the comic book design, which uh, I'm glad they didn't do uh, with the pointed cowls over the eyes, because I feel like that's a little too much to make look realistic uh and also cool, I guess. It, it would seem kind of hard to make that not just seem like a funny outfit. Um, the villains in this series were definitely a bit underwhelming, I would say. The tracksuit mafia was kind of just a bunch of disposable henchmen. And uh, I think they were pretty much just used for comedic punching bags. And also uh, in order to say the word bro after every sentence in a funny accent, which I, I would say was pretty funny. Uh, but it, it could get tiring over time. Um, I think Maya Lopez as Echo um, was also probably the most captivating villain that appeared, um, especially with her inability to hear. Um, I think that's an interesting characteristic that the MCU has not previously explored. And I'm actually very glad that they added that into this uh, franchise as kind of a motif in the storyline. Uh, also, Hawkeye himself has had some hearing issues developed after his countless encounters uh, with like explosions and just loud sounds overall being an Avenger. Uh, it's pretty accurate to say that he would develop some hearing loss uh, being involved with a lot of those things over time. And I feel like the scenes where they depicted the silence um, because of their lack of hearing, it was pretty effective. Uh, I would say it showed how difficult it truly is for those people to kind of communicate with others. And I'm glad they gave representation to that. Also, it was cool to see um, the use of sign language and how it was dramatically used um, to kind of build tension in scenes with dialogue. Um, that was cool to see. Um, and it also shows, you know, that uh, for those that are deaf, uh, that they still have the capability to be a badass in any way that they want to. Uh, Echo was pretty cool uh, with her fight scenes. And of course, Hawkeye, who isn't completely deaf, but uses a hearing aid was also something that was cool to see. Um, and I would say, yeah, that that was probably the best villain that I kind of had interest in. Other than that, I guess the main villain of Eleanor Bishop and Jack Duquesne was kind of cool. Um, I think they did a good job at making both of them equally sus, and uh, it made it difficult to find out the motivation behind each of them uh, to see who was kind of doing the most evil things and who was actually behind all this evil things that were happening. Um, I was definitely pleased with the action sequences in the movie, uh, or not movie, sorry, in the show, uh, despite, I guess, the horrible aiming trope by bad guys, which is used a lot. Um, it's like, why even give them guns if they can't shoot and aim 
directly in front of them, but that's just um, a classic movie trope. Um, the scenes where like the that I, that came to to mind the most that I enjoyed were probably the car chase scenes and pretty much any scenes where they used those trick arrows. I thought that was cool to watch, especially them using that pim arrow uh, over the bridge where they kind of shot it up and, and they shot the arrow at it and it, it turned big. And then they also use another pim arrow uh, to shrink one of the people. And it was pretty funny. I think it was um, cool to see that too, because it suggests that uh, he got those arrows from Scott after Endgame. Um, so yeah, that that's always a another MCU relationship that they didn't have to do, but they did. Um, the last fight scene on the ice rink was pretty epic. Um, again, it used a lot of cool arrows, but the main thing that really stood out at the, at the ending of this, uh, was probably the inclusion of Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin from, from the Netflix series, um, I think it was exciting to see him come back as Kingpin. I think he does a good job at being Kingpin and being very menacing and imposing and and just being overall a very intimidating character. But at the same time, he does show bits of sleekness and manipulativeness and just somebody who, who uh, doesn't necessarily need to use brute strength all the time to get what he needs. Um, and yeah, this definitely was a surprise and it was cool to see, uh, them including him because it further bridges the gap for, for the Netflix universe and the MCU universe to come together. Um, Daredevil was in, uh, No Way Home. So like, th it definitely shows that these characters do exist in the same universe and it was cool to see. And it definitely gets me hyped to see Jessica Jones and Luke Cage and maybe Iron Fist too, but if they retconned that and, you know, recasted him as well, I guess I wouldn't be uh, too mad about that. Um, I would say, though, that Kate 1v1ing Kingpin and being able to live or at least escape that situation, uh, even though Kingpin was not really trying to kill her, I don't think, he definitely wasn't actually punching her and just kind of pushing her away. Uh, it's kind of crazy to me that she ended up without those broken bones. And that seemed like the true Christmas miracle. Um, and yeah, also um, the very ending of Kingpin and Echo, uh, where Echo kind of shoots Kingpin. I, I'm very curious to see how that ended. Uh, I don't know if uh, it follows the comics where Echo actually shoots him in the eye and blinds him. Or if she maybe shot him by the ears and and uh, like deafens him as well, but I don't I don't know. He definitely is alive because why would they just introduce him again to kill him off? That doesn't make sense. Um, overall, though, I'd say Hawkeye was a quick, enjoyable watch, and I think it effectively introduced Kate Bishop into the MCU. Uh, while also wrapping up the Ronin arc for Hawkeye and finally giving him the chance to retire with his family that he's always been wanting to do. Um, I'd say it wasn't as outstanding as the other Marvel shows, maybe like WandaVision or Loki, um, but those themes are kind of different. You have magic and multiversal things going on, so those definitely weren't on the same par. This show definitely had 
the least stakes if you want to include the Marvel shows. Uh, but for what it was, I didn't hate it, and I wouldn't mind rewatching some episodes. I think it definitely added more depth into the character of Hawkeye and Clint Barton. Um, same person, whatever. And it also did hint that his wife was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent prior, and admittedly, uh, it had that little sequence with the watch, and I was not really sure what that was about. I did have to look that up, but I guess it uh, shows that she was um, either hot, uh, Mockingbird uh, from S.H.I.E.L.D. or involved with Mockingbird somehow, but it does show that she was a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. at some point, so that's something that they could bring back. Um but yeah, I would give Hawkeye, if I had to rate it, I would probably give it like a 7 out of 10. And maybe around the holidays, I would bump it up to even an 8. But uh, yeah, that's that's basically my Hawkeye review. I think the, the show was not as bad as I I guess some people would have expected it to be. Yeah. <laughs>